It's time for Let's Get Real with your host from Bob Richards and Associates, Bob Richards. Bob, how you doing? Michael, it's a gorgeous afternoon. Absolutely doing great. Thank you. Thank you for allowing me to be a part of your good show today. You. Thank you. We always have a good time here. We do. We yes. do. So I understand you've got another uh, fabulous show for us. Today. I hope so. Yeah, it's something that's a little bit different that not everybody is uh, aware of necessarily. Wanted to make sure that they do. I think it's are. important to uh, make sure we all know about the different professional realtor designations, what they are, and why I should hire somebody that has a professional realtor designation. It, isn't realtor good enough? It's like, <laughs> well, I hired a realtor. Yeah. There's more to this? There is more to it. Let's let's get real, Michael. Yeah, There's all me. sorts of different agents that are out there. Uh, some are just known as sales agents. Some are affiliated with the National Association of Realtors and are actually called realtors. Um, others are just real estate agents or sales agents, like I said before. And there's a big difference when you actually go above and beyond the realtor designation. That's what I wanted to talk a little bit about today because it makes such a huge difference between uh, that agent relationship with the buyer or the seller that the agent through training and through a lot of hours of classes and education are aware what their client is in need of based upon the designation that they have or designations that they have. So what are some examples of the different designations that a realtor can earn? Yeah, there's, um, you've got the um, Certified Residential Specialist designation. Uh, this is um, one of the top designations in the residential arena, just as the CCIM designation is a and the highest rank commercial designation that is available. There's also an ABR where you're um, an advanced buyer broker uh, for your real, for your buyers. There's also a seller one that is also for particularly sellers, how to work best with that seller. What are they looking for? What are their needs? How to present what you have for them so that they, again, can make that informed decision, both with who they're wanting to hire uh, as well as what's the process? I, I haven't sold a home for 30 years. What do I need to do? Mm. So that agent needs to have those designations. There's another one that's even a green designation. If somebody is trained in in green things of not plants, but we're talking econo or uh, uh, environment and uh, things from solar panels to um, uh, rainwater and recycling rainwater and that kind of a thing. There's, there's even that. Um, there's others that are uh, second home and hospitality or resort properties. I, I'm a member of that. Uh, there's another one that's a graduate of Realtors Institute. Oh my goodness, Michael, there's probably about 18 to 20 of these designations that are offered through the National Association of Realtors for realtors to up their game and, and, and not the revolving door agent that's in for a good time and then when things change, they're out and they're back at a different job. This is the career realtor that is who you're going to and want to hire in representing you as a buyer or a seller. Wow. 18 different designations. Yeah. So what I'd like you to do is I would like you to name all 18 in <laughs> alphabetical order and present a 10-minute dissertation on the features and benefits oh. of each particular realtor designation. Ready, go. All right. Let's get started. <laughs> no, I, I, I wish I could. I won't bore everybody out there with it. But uh, just to be aware that those are questions that you should ask yeah. your realtor. You need to find out and, and, and inquire what else have you done in your 
your career besides becoming a realtor or a real estate agent, um, if they can't provide you any certifications or advanced designations that are nationally recognized and nationally mm-hmm. known, you may want to think of somebody else to, to work with. I know about the GRI, Graduate of Real Estate Institute mm-hmm. designation. That seems to be a very popular one. And the ones that the, the people that I know, they really won't work with a realtor that isn't a GRI uh, graduate, so to speak. Um, what, what is entailed in, in, in getting that particular certification or designation? Yeah, when we uh, go to get our real estate license, we're basically taught in real estate school how to pass the test. That, that's really it. Um, after that, your broker says, here's your desk, here's your phone, good luck to you, I'm down the hall. So the Graduate of Realtors Institute is the next step up from getting your license. And what that does is that provides you the ability to um, explain a little bit more about your profession and what your role is in the transaction, what your role isn't in the transaction, how you are there to be their advocate or associate or realtor or whatever you want to call them, then that way you're, you're stepping up above just, well, here's the kitchen and it's got a two-car garage. Do you like it? It, it? It's more than that. It's far more than just pointing out things that are obvious. It's actually having a, a, a fiduciary representation and, um, and responsibility for that particular buyer or seller. So that's always the, the first one, Michael, that's the most popular yeah, out of seen, all the designations in the, in the country. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen uh, a lot of those. I know that uh, realtors have to, have to earn a certain amount of continuing education credits in order to get their license renewed. So how many CE credits do they need? And uh, how long does the license stay in effect until it needs to be renewed? Yeah, our licenses are good for two years. And and then at the end of two years, prior to the end of that second year, we are to have uh, completed 18 hours of continuing education. That can be through these designations. It could be other means or classes that are taught online or in person, and certain required ones that the state of Utah um, must have the realtor uh, take and pass in order to receive that renewal of their license. So is that part of the... Would that be considered a professional realtor designation? The fact that you passed um, the test and got 18 continuing education credits? Or is that just what you need to be considered to be a realtor? Yeah, just what keeps you in the business and, and keeps your shingle out that says open. So mm-hmm. if I'm dealing with some, with a realtor and they've been around for a while, I can pretty much be assured that they have passed those the, the 18 hours of continuing education credits. They know what they're doing, and the state decided, yeah, they're okay, let's renew their license. Absolutely. So yeah. the like the GRI and some of these other mm-hmm. ones, that's on top of the continuing education credits. It actually is, yeah. So these would take, um, like for one that I've got is a CRS, Certified Residential Specialist. That's almost like an MBA for Realtors as it deals with residential buyers and sellers. Now, that takes a number of days and all eight, 10 hours per day to go through those classes and be able to be certified, again, with a very long test mm-hmm. to pass in order to receive that designation. And then you, again, renew every couple of years, not necessarily with as much CE credit, but you certainly have some things that you need to pass and do and perform and have a track record of in order to keep that designation. If you did no transactions during those next two years, 
Well, they're probably not going to renew for you if you've done just one deal or certain amount of hundreds of thousands in, in transactions closed. They might not renew you because they see that you're not really involved full time as a realtor business or realtor business owner yeah. uh, and not just a here's this here's the kitchen. Yeah. So are there different designations for um, um, residential, commercial um, those type of things. Um, I think you mentioned, um, um, well, rental and, uh-huh. and, uh, like I'm thinking of like vacation properties, vacation rentals, um, all those types of things. Do each one of those have their own separate, different designation? Surprisingly. Yeah, they do. Wow. It's amazing. I, so of the 18 or so, I have 11 of those designations. One that I've always wanted to have that just takes a long time. And it's like the designation of designations is the CCIM designation. That's when you're a commercial broker and you are dealing with industrial property and retail and shopping centers and office buildings and, and apartment complexes and that kind of a thing. That's that's big time work. If you, if you receive that designation, I've missed that, unfortunately. But um, the others that I have, there's a social media designation uh, that's available that I've received. There's uh, one for, as you say, with property management. If you're a, a property manager for properties of your own, uh, or if you have a, a property management business, then you need to have that designation, again, that separates you from the other competition that's out there. Uh, there's a variety of others that are dealing with um, technology and, and certain technology programs in which you need to be fluent with or aware of, like Excel, that mm-hmm. you can help people with a certain transactions relates to numbers and financials and uh, qualifying for uh, a loan. Uh, there's all of these different designations that are specialties that, again, if your agent doesn't have, you're just hiring a sales agent. And, and folks, there is a huge difference in your protection, your coverage, and the, the least amount of liability on you that falls now onto the realtor to make sure you are protected. So how do I know that uh, you or my realtor um, has all of these different designations? I mean, if you've got 11 out of the 18, how do I know you've got that? Do you put them all on your business card? That would take up the entire backside of a business card. It, it would. It'd it's be like, like that like, kind of size of like, business card. like Michael. a book. It's like, <laughs> I have 11. Yeah. <laughs> Man. So how do I know which designations my realtor has and how do they benefit me? Yeah, the designations are typically acronyms, uh, usually three or four letters. Uh, I, I, I've been told by my, my, my wife that the SOB designation, I do not have. So I'm glad about that. Oh, I've got that. Uh, you got that one? I got okay. continuing education <laughs> credits for that. <laughs> I've been in a class for over for 30 years. It's, this is, it, it, it was easy to get. <laughs> it, it, it is. No, I, I highly recommend that um, people, buyers and sellers, when they interview for their realtor who's going to represent them, Ask, what, what professional designations do you hold? Uh, what is making you different in the industry that I should be aware of versus somebody that's just been in business for, oh, three, four months? They're hungry, yeah. but are they going to protect your hundreds of thousands of dollars of investment? Uh, so, yeah, they, they should be presenting that information to you if they have it. If they're not presenting it, then guess what? They probably don't have it. Yeah, they probably don't. I, I think that's... I think that's a, from a marketing standpoint, I think that's a great USP or unique selling point that you as a realtor, in fact, any realtor has this, people would say, well, 
why should I do business with you? I mean, there's like 8,000 realtors in this area. Yeah. What sets you apart and makes you different? Well, I better have 18, I better have 11 out of the 18 realtor designations. This is what they are. And here's how they benefit you and your particular transaction. And, and I'm one of the only realtors in the area that has these designations. So it all boils down to, I'm going to help you to save time. Uh, we're going to, we're either going to save you money. We're going to help you make more money. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important that as a seller and maybe even as a buyer that I uh, interview my, uh, my, my realtor mm-hmm. and make sure that they've got the proper designations that fit specifically what I'm looking for. Cause I probably wouldn't want to buy, correct me if I'm wrong. I w- probably wouldn't want to work with a, if I'm buying a commercial property, I would probably prefer to work with somebody who's certified or has the commercial designation yes. rather than somebody that's just residential. Right. And the, winging it and winging it. Yeah. yeah because uh, oh, we got to do is sign the paperwork. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Oh, there's, there's more, more to that. it than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely is. Uh, it, it is expensive. These designations cost a lot of money. But you know, if you're going to be in business for a while, they are worth it. Because again, those credentials are are behind you. Uh, not that it says MBA or PhD, but in the industry, if I'm a realtor and I have a, a client that I want to refer, let's say going to Austin, Texas, uh, I will look first for a realtor that has a CRS. I don't necessarily go, I'm not going to necessarily choose a Berkshire Hathaway agent that the brokerage that I'm affiliated with. I may, I may not, but I always look at the experience of the designations of the realtors that I'm sending that lead to or that referral to. I want to make sure that they're just as well taken care of in Austin or wherever they're going as they would be as they are, uh, have been with me in St. George. Um, so that makes a big difference in my choice of who I send that referral to. So if somebody wants to send you a referral or Maybe after listening to the podcast, um, they go, wow, that Bob guy seems pretty sharp. I wonder what designations he has. Is there a place where they can go? Are they listed on your website or where could somebody go to see your... Yeah, great question. Uh, Website, definitely. Uh, The Utah Association of Realtors has those designations as well online, uh, utahrealestate.gov. Uh, but really on the websites, that's one of the best places to, to advertise. Social media, a lot of people just wouldn't see those three or four letters and think of anything of it because yeah. they're probably not engaged in the real estate industry where they're where they're ready to buy or ready to sell. So they're just looking at acronyms that maybe don't have really any meaning to them. But once you're engaged and ready to do something, take time to peel back that onion with the realtor and make sure that they, they again, have that behind them so that you're... you're given the greatest advantage in your in your transaction. Are there designations specific to buyers and specific to sellers? There actually are. So you have a, an accredited buyer representative, which is called an ABR. You have a seller's accredited representative uh, with an SAR. And, and there's a variety of others that are kind of in between. For instance, I have one that's called an SRES that is Senior Real Estate Specialist. So those that are in there 50, 55 on up, there's a certain way to deal with and help them because there's more to it than just a transaction. There's a retirement, their Medicare, Medicaid, uh, pensions. Um, do they do a reverse mortgage or not? What are the benefits? What are the negatives? Um, how far should they move from depending upon uh, necessities of medical uh, or, or family? Uh, those kind of things that you're enhancing to bring in the, the bigger picture for these folks that are in their 50s and 60s, they have a tough time recovering making a bad real estate decision. 
that that takes years and years and probably the rest of their lives to even get close to recovering from that bad decision. So they need to make good decisions in that age so they're not over at some other place taking a part-time job because they got ripped off. Yeah. I have a friend um, down in South Orange County, California. Um, She and her partner, they specialize kind of like in the senior thing. Mm -hmm. They call them like, we specialize in in death and divorce. And that's (laughs) all they do. And, and, um, And they have designations for like each one of those specific things, like the senior thing you mentioned. It's like, we're experts in those two things. They specialize in that, those two areas of business. They can do all the other residential stuff, but that's what they focus on. And I've found that because... They're highly skilled and highly fluent in those two areas. Um, that's the business they go after, and they've done really, really well. Mm-hmm. And they've done so well over the years. They said, you know, we, we can do this other stuff, but I really don't want to do it because I don't want to learn anything else. Yeah. She told me, she says, there are so, with 18 designations, she goes, I could spend my entire life in school learning about these things. And by the time I get done, it's been two years. Now I got to go do it all again. <laughs> <laughs> and I've only sold three houses. <laughs> she goes, Point will take. Absolutely. I thought that was pretty interesting. That is. Like, well, that that is. makes a lot of sense. <laughs> you guys are kind of like doctors where you've always got to be uh, following up with these continuing education credits. Yeah. They're, they're making sure that you guys are on top of, uh, on top of things. I know that the laws are always changing. Correct. Um, the economic uh, uh, conditions are always changing. Um, in fact, um, you know, some interesting banking things or some trials and tribulations yes, are happening in the banking industry. That's correct. As of today, we won't talk about that today. We'll save that for another show. Yeah. But all of that stuff, does that factor into some of the designations that you guys have to learn? It absolutely does. Again, a much broader picture and bigger picture for uh, the consumer and, and whether they are buyer or seller, every part of that is is part of these uh, transactions with the, or, uh, these designations, and being involved with the transactions. And so, if if again those require those extra, uh, I'll call it extra credit, uh, or going the extra mile, that not only affects the the code of ethics that realtors are to adhere to, but it's also a professional code of conduct, so that we know that we're not supposed to, and and I refuse to, take advantage of a buyer or a seller for my own benefit. Um, there are strategic ways in which to help them that are all about them, should never be about the agent. If you find that that's changing and your representation is now going towards the agent's favor and not yours, stop, change immediately, and find somebody else. Good advice. Bob, before we go, do you have any other words of wisdom to impart to us today about professional realtor designations? Yeah, absolutely, Michael. Um, Those of you that are realtors, I strongly encourage you to get your designations. If this is truly a career for you, you need to take advantage of those uh, opportunities that are out there. They are. It's up to you to make the door knock and, and go in and take these classes. It's worth the expense. People trust you more. They see that you're involved. They see that you're um, uh, concerned about their welfare and well-being. That's what it's all about. Again, if you're going away from that, you probably need to find a different business because those are professionals. We have a certain code of conduct in which we must adhere to. Nothing less. 
because if we're less than that, then no wonder we have such a bad name in the industry. Make sure that you're one that has a good name that participates in the real estate industry. I think that makes a lot of sense. And, you know, I got to say something by the power vested in me, <laughs> I hereby bequeath and bestow upon you the coveted REPM designation, oh. which is the Real Estate Podcast Master hey, designation. Hey, nice. There's 12. <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't even have to take a test. Well, I didn't. I stayed in right, this chair right here. Yeah, it was a, it was an oral examination. Yeah, I, I like, I like. Checks in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, thanks a lot for, uh, for joining us here today. Thanks, and, Michael. And we'll see you guys again next time with another exciting episode of... The name... Yeah, I'm, the, the I was going to say, game? let's get real, but I don't want to do this. It is. Let's get real. Let's get real with Bob Richards. Bob Richards of Real Estate. See you guys later. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. This has been Let's Get Real with Bob Richards from Bob Richards & Associates. For more information, buyutah.com. We invite you to return again for another edition of Let's Get Real with Bob Richards from Bob Richards & Associates.